Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this week's edition of Insane Things That Happened This Week. It's insane that I can even do this podcast every week, but I do. So many insane things happened this week that I narrow it down to just those we haven't seen before or haven't seen in our lifetimes, either here in the U.S. or in the world. Let's get started. Again, it's a testament to the times we live in that I can do this every week on Friday. Insane thing number one. Last week... We bought you the mess going on in the Navy, where if you don't use the preferred gender pronouns of your fellow members of the Navy, you can be brought up on, I am not joking, criminal charges by the Navy and your life destroyed. These are speech codes, horrific, woke speech codes. They're designed to implement the end of what Obama began. The purging of our military. Obama personally purged over 130 top-ranking members of our military purely for their political beliefs, ensuring that only the left was left behind. But they had a problem. They had to purge the lower ranks, too. This is how they're doing it. Simply making it so that normal people, the 80% of the country that's not woke, would never want to join. Which, again, leads us to insane thing number one this week. Yep, the Army just instituted mandatory showering together with transgender people of the opposite sex. The new directive by the Army is so explicit. It even explains that no gender transition operation is necessary. It doesn't matter if the other soldier is, shall we say, fully genetically intact. If they identify that way and they register this new gender in the deer system, which they only have to fill out a form to do, guess what, guys? You're showering with the ladies. They can't complain. And that's it. Of course, the next step coming, I'll probably be covering it on this podcast next week, is going to be gendered housing. In other words, guy says he's a girl. He's going to be living with the girls, showering with the girls changing with the girls no shall we say permanent commitment to a nip and tuck required like to remind you of where this all started in my hometown of the people's republic of charlotte that's where the whole idea of being able to switch your gender and force everyone else to acknowledge it 
actually began. It's ground zero. As long as I live, I will never forget the Charlotte Observer editorial declaring this. Declaring that women and girls simply needed to get used to the idea of seeing penises in the places where they change. In bathrooms. At the gym? Man, now I guess. In the army. All of this is very deliberate. Why would they do this? Why do they want a woke army? Because they intend to use it on American soil in violation of the Constitution against the American people. That's why the army is constituted patriotic America loving. And yes, right leaning people would never turn on their families and friends or the country. So they need a military full of weaponized people who will. That's what they're building. But don't worry, they're not getting very far. Word is spread quickly. And this is the worst recruiting year on record. Yep, they're on track to meet just 40% of their recruitment goal by the end of the fiscal year on September 30th. That is actually a good thing. Sure, fighting foreign wars will be increasingly difficult, if not impossible, with this ever-shrinking force. But the good news is, if the force is ever-shrinking, there'll be less of them for us to defeat on our own soil. So, you know, there's an upside. Which moves us on to insane thing number two. It's also a bloodbath, but of a different kind. This time was a absolute record haven't seen before in modern U.S. polling. That goes back 60 years. Kind of record set by the Biden administration. An all-time low approval rating of 30%. With, of course, the exclusion of Watergate. So many records have been set in polling in the last couple of weeks. It's hard to cover them all here. All of them bad. All of them for Joe Biden. Like this right track, wrong track from the liberal pollster Monmouth polling, a whopping record 88% of the country thinks America is on the wrong track. Just 10% think America's on the right track. This was followed by another all-time low captured by the civics poll. A record low of just 18% of independents approve of Joe Biden. What makes those right track, wrong track numbers so astonishing, as pollster Dan McLaughlin pointed out on Twitter, is that more people think the country is on the wrong track now than during any point, any point in the pandemic. Dan McLaughlin mocked Biden for that this week. Pollsters, he wrote on Twitter, how do you feel about America under Joe Biden? Americans, literally a global plague was better than this. But is the White House phased by any of this? Oh, heck no. They trotted out White House press spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre to explain that this is like the best ever. Instead of just saying, well, you know, we've had some economic stumbling blocks, but you know, times are pretty good. No, no, no. The best ever? When you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. What worries me about that is that the Democrats don't really seem worried about any of it, which makes me wonder what they know or are planning. I almost didn't talk about that on my radio show this week, except for apparently you're worried too. The majority are. This Rasmussen poll this week logged the highest ever number of Americans, percentage anyway, who say that cheating likely affected the outcome of the 2020 election. 52% and another 50% of Americans in that same Rasmussen poll think cheating is likely in the midterms. You think? 
What do the Democrats believe? Remember this. If the results in the midterms are surprising, with every single major poll out there, left wing, right wing, showing losses for the Democrats, that's not what they're telling their donors. ABC News had to delete a tweet a couple of weeks ago declaring the Democrats will hold the House in November, gain four Senate seats, enough to allow them to get their agenda through. It was oddly specific. After it was attacked on Twitter, ABC took it down. Democrats expanding their majority with these numbers? Where did that come from? Oddly, Associated Press reported it. It's what they're telling their donors they're going to do. That's either mass delusion or a plan to cheat. Which leads us to thing number three, the insane week in energy, which began insanely over the weekend with the Biden administration using the July 4th weekend as cover to make a devastating announcement that they're further kneecapping future drilling and oil supplies because you need the permits to do the drilling and the exploration now if you're going to pull the oil out of the ground in coming years. They want to make sure that even if Republicans somehow get control back, we won't be able to do that because we're years behind. Yep, the weekend was insane. On Friday, the Biden administration quietly announced a five-year plan to prevent new offshore oil drilling projects in the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. By Saturday, Biden had the gall to call this situation the dire situation with oil and gas, Putin's price hike, and to tweet that it was actually the gas station owners who were responsible for that. That had everyone from Jeff Bezos, the Oil and Gas Drilling Association of America, and even the Chinese mocking Joe Biden. But nobody got hotter than the head of the New Jersey Gasoline Convenience Store and Automotive Association, Sal Resorvaldo. He's a former gas station owner, and he thinks Joe Biden is an idiot. Uh, They are not making any more today than they were making last month, the month before, or even a year ago. The president's statement is absolutely ridiculous. And in fact, it's so untethered from reality that I'm thinking he had to actually misspeak. Or he really just doesn't have an understanding of how things work. The best way to make the president understand, if he really doesn't, if he's just trying to find somebody to blame, then nothing's gonna work. But I think the best way to make the president understand would be to ask him a question. Mr. President, if you own a gas station and that tank truck comes across your driveway to deliver gasoline today, and that gasoline costs 20 cents a gallon more than it did when you bought it the last time, what should you do with the price on the pump? A, leave it the same. B, lower it because prices are already too high. Or C, raise it so you continue, so you can continue to pay your mortgage, the taxes, the utilities, the employees, and your own paycheck so you can pay the mortgage at home. That question, I think, may help clear things up for President Biden. Of course, the greatest irony here is that the government actually makes more from each gallon of gas than the convenience store owners. They make three to seven cents. The government makes, on average, 
federal and state far more than that in gas taxes. <laughs> but no one cares. It's okay if the government gouges you. Anyway. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That led us to insane thing number four. (laughs) Boy, is this insane. The discovery by Reuters that the whole time Biden's been telling us He's selling a million barrels of oil a day from our oil reserve, our strategic petroleum reserve, you know, to help Americans. He's shipping it overseas. Yeah. And most especially to China. But then the real outrage hits. He's selling it to Sinopec in China. And what's Sinopec? The very firm that Hunter Biden owes big favor to on account of the tens of millions of dollars they just handed him for being the president's son. Tucker Carlson didn't have that part when he went on his rant this week, suggesting the president should be impeached for selling one of our most important strategic national resources to our enemy. He didn't have that part when he suggested impeachment. I think what he did here, Biden, falls somewhere between impeachable offense and treason. You got to remember, Sinopec, that big deal... That company is a Chinese Communist Party-owned entity. So here's how the story goes. 2013, Hunter Biden gets on a plane with Pops, and as he calls him, and flies to China. A few days later, they come back, and Hunter Biden has cracked a multi-billion dollar investment deal. Partnership, if you will, with the Chinese. Yep, a 1.7 B, billion, not M, million, billion dollar deal between that Sinopec company and Hunter Biden's bow high harvest. And yes, he's usually high. And yeah, this is one hell of a harvest for a guy who's never held a real job and got kicked out of the military for doing drugs. As one investment analyst pointed out at the time, this is the largest business deal ever hatched with an American investment entity and the Chinese government. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, major investment houses have never hatched a deal as big as the vice president's crackhead son who can't seem to manage continual employment or service with the military. It totally makes sense. Anyway, here's how the deal went. As reported by the New York Times, they, by the way, and the Washington Post, they used to report this stuff before it became clear that Joe was going to run for president. Then they started censoring anyone talking about it. But here's the deal. So they cut him a deal. Bohai Harvest was cut into that $1.7 billion deal, given a 10% share. A 10% share of a $1.7 billion investment scheme. What's that work out to? About $170 million worth of value, depending on what the company's worth today. Would Hunter Biden pay for that? $50,000. What a deal. Oh, And he borrowed that 50K from a Chinese businessman living in Canada. It's not clear whether he ever paid it back or not. That's the company that Hunter's dad, Joe, 
10% for the big guy, sold the oil from our National Strategic Reserve too. Now keep in mind, Trump bought this this you know this oil, this gasoline for bottom basement prices. He stacked that reserve up when gasoline was cheap and oil was cheap under him. Joe Biden just turned around and sold it off to the Chinese. Oh, and screw Americans at the pump. Me personally, I think the Russians got the better deal. Yep, they invested $200 million. Well, Russian oligarch Baterina did in Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca's real estate investment firm. It's not clear where that ever went or who has it now or what it's invested in. She also very helpfully wired Hunter $4 million. So $204 million that we know of. What did the Russians get for that? $13 billion bucks. As Tucker Carlson pointed out this week, finally saying what I've been saying for a long time, that the Russian sanctions are sanctions on Russia. All they did was remove the Russian oil from the main market, jacking up the value of all oil. Russia turns around, sells it on the black market for more than it was selling its oil on the main market. How'd that work out for them? Pretty good. Yep, Russia in the period since the invasion of Ukraine caused us to put sanctions on them, has made $13 billion more selling that sanctioned oil than it did the same period the year before. You think Joe would stop this, would stop funding the Ukraine war at your expense because you're paying the higher market prices. But Hunter got paid $204 million for him not to. So you'll just have to suck it up at the pump. Which leads us to insane thing number five, your future. You're watching it right now unfold in the Netherlands, where 40,000 farmers and farm workers have laid siege to the country, causing the military to be deployed in the straits. What are they fighting over? The Dutch government's decree that a third of farms must close. And the other two thirds, well, they're not going to be able to farm in a way that works anymore. All of this is ostensibly to reach the goal by 2030, that the Greens have set to reduce greenhouse gases by 50% and nitrogen and other fertilizer products by that much as well. That's why the remaining two-thirds, um, who, you know, the government is graciously going to allow to farm and go- grow food, um, will have a much lower yield. A yield so low, they say, farming will be pointless. They can't pay their bills. In other words, farmers are saying these policies should pretty much wipe out 100% of the farms in the Netherlands. Why is this your future? Because in the Netherlands, the goal is to hit these climate goals, the 50%, by 2030. We've adopted, our federal government has, the exact same goals. We just plan to hit them by 2035. What does that mean? They'll have to do the same thing here. But I explained that earlier in the week. Uh, that there is a plan to starve the world, and they are implementing it. They are not messing around. But thankfully, neither are the farmers. They've paralyzed traffic in the Netherlands, blocked around 20 food distribution centers, have got the store shelves darn near empty in some places to demonstrate to the people what it'll be like to not have food. I guess we're just supposed to eat bugs. I don't know. Um, Earlier in the week, the protests reached Dam Square in Amsterdam, the seat of the government of The Hague. The airport in Groningen was completely blockaded by demonstrators, no flights in or out. The ports are being largely blocked by fishermen and fishery owners who are also being targeted because they don't want you eating fish either. I mean, you should just get rid of the food. By the way, Tucker Carlson broke the news this week 
of secret government documents that have spilled that actually showed that once they the, the government had either taken the farms um, or they'd been you know ab- abandoned through bankruptcy, they actually intended to house Islamic migrants on them. So this is absolutely a confiscation plan for the government to take the land and control the people uh, through the seizure of means of production of food or lack thereof. Anyway, uh, all of it came to a head this week when a police officer fired on a retreating farmer on a tractor who was just 16. He was leaving the scene of a protest, wasn't hurting anyone when shots were fired at him, missing him by inches. When he complained... He was arrested for attempted manslaughter, even though he'd hurt no one. Farmers surrounded the jail where he was being kept, the police precinct, which had a jail inside of it, allowing no one to come or go until he was released. What the world is seeing right now, folks, is that this this kooky, cultish climate change, wackadoodle, almost religious cult-like mess is not a joke. They are dead serious about it, and they don't care how many people they starve. Our final, last, most insane thing of the week, what's going on in Manhattan with the DA there, Alan Bragg. It's the phase two of the Democrats' dual justice plan for the country. In phase one, they managed to raise the homicides by 30 percentage points in a single year with DAs who basically let criminals run wild. A lot of people thought that was the end game. It's not. No, the end game is hardcore letter of the law prosecution of anyone law abiding and God forbid a gun owner who attempts to stop these Democrat voters or criminals from doing as they wish. The beginning of that phase could be seen with this outrage this week from Alvin Bragg, who actually charged a convenience store worker, not an owner, but a worker for killing a man with a knife. A man who attacked him physically, and you can see this in the video, beat him and slung him around behind the counter. That's right. The customer, who had a long history of felonies and violence, came over the counter to attack Alba, who's 61. This guy was 35. Why was he outraged? Because his girlfriend had just tried to steal something, and Alba wouldn't let her. After taking the required beating, As the Democrat Party would have him do, Alba finally feared for his life, picked up a knife, and stabbed the guy. The guy died. Well, Alvin Bragg, the DA there, finally found a crime worth prosecuting. He charged this guy with murder and levied a $500,000 bond on him and took his passport for the, you know, crime he'd committed, the self-defense, afraid he'd flee to the country of his birth, Costa Rica. After public outrage, the DA requested a bond drop. But here's the lesson, folks. This is what the Democrats will do nationally if we let them. We saw this in St. Louis with that poor couple who defended their house from the mob with a gun and got indicted. This is the same thing. Remember the sickness of this. Remember the memo Alvin Bragg first put out when he took over as DA in New York City that said he wouldn't prosecute robberies or even armed robberies committed with guns or knives as long as the perp didn't hurt anyone. That memo leaked out and Bragg was forced to retract it or 
at least claim he had. So that shows you the standard that the criminal was operating under. He's allowed to commit an armed robbery all he wants. Now what we're learning is the flip side. Anybody associated with store management cannot fight back. Period. End of memo. Remember, this is the party that wants to take guns from law-abiding gun owners, but could care less about prosecuting criminals who illegally possess and use guns. This is a picture of your future after you're disarmed, which is why we can't ever let that happen. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.